If you would like to place a bet on that, make sure you head over to uh, Bet Online. Use our code Believe B L E A V, as they have all the up to date wagering and info that you need to make your money there on Bet Online. If you use the code, it'll be a fifty percent welcome bonus. You can bet on those NFL playoffs. You can bet on NBA action. The Caps have the same record as the Penguins, but our differential is way worse. But all that stuff is things that you can bet on on bet online where the game starts. We are down to eight teams left in the playoffs in Dallas and Philadelphia. Do not make one of those going to go full circle with the hate parade here as uh, that is that just made me feel good. That was a great weekend. Adam Peters being uh, announced as the GM Dallas getting throttled at home Dallas and Philly getting the exit in the playoffs fantastic which means we don't have to look at them in this conversation that we're about to have on playoff envy mm-hmm. out of the eight teams left which of those do you want the washington commanders to imitate which one do you want them to try and become do you want them to be the green bay packers who have back to back to back QBs of the future? Mm-hmm. Do you want them to have first-year success with the head new head coach and a rookie QB? Do you want them to grab some random Joe Bum at Mr. Irrelevant, and all of a sudden, he is the one of the best quarterbacks in the league because you've got a young offensive-minded coach and a bunch of great skill position players and an offensive tackle that's going to make the Hall of Fame. So which one is it that you would like to be? And before you give your answer, Clifton coming through again with the super sticker. This time, not going to prematurely hit that button there as the conversation goes on. But look at the eight teams that are left. We kind of had the discussion earlier with the Terry McLaurin thing, but you got the Green Bay Packers and San Francisco 49ers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills. Which of those teams, Trav, do you, would you like Washington to become? I've got a few. The hot commodities right now, Lions and Texans, only because Lions, how creative and innovative their offense looks every time they step on the field with a vet quarterback, great offensive line. They've got, they've got a good squad. Texans, they drafted C.J. Stroud, first-year head coach, D'Amico Ryans. You know, leader of men, not to say Ron Rivera wasn't, but it's a different style. Um, I love it. Ravens, just because they're disciplined and they're smart with their money and they know how to build an organization, disciplined uh, uh, organization. The Buffalo Bills, just dominant, disciplined. They always give you that, oh, what about the Bills in the middle of the season? But in the postseason, like, oh, the Bills in the postseason. I want that, resiliency. Um, Chiefs, winning aura. Yeah, they have the team with the most receiver drops, but th- guess where they're at? They're dropping them in the postseason, <laughs> you know? I mean, just gr- I just want those. Th- I want discipline, innovative, creative football. Ravens to, like, Packers, I think that's luck. I really think that was luck. They caught Dallas uh, sleeping. Dallas thought they were a young team. It's a walkover. They caught Dallas They sleeping. are a young team. Game. I think they're they actually are. one of the youngest in the NFL. I think that's kind of a little bit of luck. Um, who else is in there? Yeah, so just from Tampa. the Bills, Tampa, Tampa, I just think that's also luck. I think Philly mm-hmm. thought Tampa was 
whatever, and they caught Philly sleeping and on a slump. Tampa you know, has an aging roster. You know, a lot of people yeah, like to point out Terry McLaurin and Jonathan Allen nearing 30 years old, and but they're able to do something this year. So I'm going to go Baltimore Ravens and Bills for discipline, dominant football, and then Lions and Texans for innovative, creative, highlight, real, high-powered offense. Mm. That's what I want to like. And all their coaches are leader of men. I don't care if you're young as hell as Ben Johnson or old as dirt as Sean McDermott. He's not old as dirt, but you know what I'm saying. Mm. Or Andy Reid. Andy Reid's the oldest coach now. Like they're just dominant. They act like they've been there before. Act like they've played football before. That's what I want. I know it's a range of an answer, but that's what's in well. The let's give go to Stoner on this one because mm-hmm. I know Stoner has done some research when it comes to the QB position yeah. and how it impacts. Because there are people who are arguing with us on Twitter about whether or not the QBs left in this playoffs are even worth it. So you got Jordan Love, you got Brock Purdy, Mm -hmm. you got Baker Mayfield, and you got Jared Goff left in the NFC. So let's just start with the NFC here, Stoner, because that's the division or that's the conference we're playing in. This Mm -hmm. is our competition. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's going to look at those four and really have currently fear struck in their eyes jordan love who is the image for this playoff envy mainly because it's green bay can't just continues to luck in well mainly it's because of the the hands are up right pointing up too but that's hey that's a me thing i do this all the time with my graphics for those uh who would who see the graphics i always try to put some subliminal message in in there but yeah they went from they went from picking up from atlanta brett Favre. Then Aaron Rodgers late in the first, mind you. Then Jordan Love late in the first, but he looked like a bust coming into the season. And there was a lot of question marks, but he's starting mm-hmm. to really turn it on and look like that is their franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that be nice to have three decades worth of QB play? Sure. Three generations of playoff caliber QB play? Yeah. Well, I, th- I think what's interesting about these quarterbacks that are left, especially in the NFC, as you talked about, and the the point that somebody was trying to make is they were laughing at the point of one of these four quarterbacks are going to be in the Super Bowl, and that's Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. One of those four are going are guaranteed to be in the Super Bowl, and they were kind of <laughs> laughing at that. But you would die. For one of those uh, yeah. four quarterbacks on your team, um, go, go and look at the stats for this year. Both the one, one of us actually put stats. Baker Mayfield pretty high up on the QB That's wish right. list. Uh, maybe, maybe a little boomer sooner. There, but, <laughs> yeah. but go look at the old school stats. Go look at the advanced stats. The old school stats are going to blow you away when you look at these four guys. The lowest amount of touchdown passes, twenty eight. Of those four guys, 20, it's the lowest, the highest in, uh, in, in interceptions is only 12 out of those four guys. So you're basically, you have an average of 30 touchdowns and 10 picks. They all threw for 4,000 yards. They all had a passer rating, uh, uh, over 94. They all had completion percentages over 64%. They are all stud quarterbacks. They are all franchise quarterbacks. They are uh, all top 12 quarterbacks. They are. 
Baker Mayfield is going to get paid by the he Buccaneers. Is. It so doesn't mean he's a top 12 quarterback. You don't think Cleveland wishes they had Baker Mayfield right Baker now? Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay has found their quarterback. They're done looking for no, a quarterback. No, no, years. okay. Yeah, no, he's no, going to get a lot of money. No, no, just the middle of the season, Baker was battling Kyle Trask for quarterback one. And now no, he's he had wasn't. A good, yes, he was battling Kyle Trask. Did you say, did you say middle Bay. of the season or middle yeah. of preseason? Middle of the like at the beginning of the season, like whenever they were battling, it, it regardless, he had a battle. Baker Mayfield, okay, went mm-hmm. to a battle with Kyle Trask. I know that's your guy. I, I'm Florida, sure it was so a QB it. battle in the sense that Sam Howell and Jacoby uh, Brissett were bad. But also, they what? But what is the key to all these four quarterback success in the postseason and the season? They all Offen- want offensive line. If you have a line. I could be back there and put up stats like that. Think about it. Okay, that's that's fine. It's, By the way, Tampa's line not good. It's the same, but it's the same as it's been since Tom Brady was there. That's what I'm saying. They have it's the same. Tristan Wirth is still there. And Baker Donovan put up comparable stats too. He uh, did because yeah. you have a line. You you know what I'm saying? But he didn't they have were a one line of the in worst Cleveland. Running teams in the NFL. That's fine, but they were one, probably one of the best protecting the quarterback. If we're talking about quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about running backs. That, that's that's fine. You can just, say all that. But, you can but say think about it. it Baker Mayfield, it took a good offensive line to show us what Baker Mayfield can do. Let's okay. be honest. The no, man was, let's not be honest. That man was in the MVP conversation in Cleveland. Okay? And that's a great line, too. I'm, I, I understand that, Trev. But you can't sit there and all of a sudden say that this Tampa Bay season that he had – is an anomaly because he's shown us that he could be, he was a one, one QB. Okay. First pick of the first round for a reason. And we have seen that he could be year. successful. Trev. He, he had a 26 and eight year. He had <laughs> a and 14 year. He had a darn good year. And you can say, you can put all of these different things in there. The, the proof is going to be when they gave, give him a four year, $160 million contract this offseason. And he wets the and bed. they will. Yeah, they'll do it, and he'll be Baker Mayfield again. Let's <laughs> not forget, this is the same Baker Mayfield who was let go by Cleveland, got picked up by the Panthers, let go by the Panthers same season, picked up by the Rams, finished with them, and then happened to be signed here. And okay? the Rams, it's not like he's been consistent ever since he's been in the league. Let's be honest. The Rams That's the problem. loved him. McVeigh loved him but then why did you keep him yeah they had a you quarterback had Stafford. you literally picked him up as an emergency had, qb and, because right. Stafford was, was only an emergency because well, stafford could have kept hurt. him behind stafford but you went and got carson Wentz instead three was that's hurt. what i'm saying like if baker's that great then why can't he stay with the team longer than a year that's he all i'm will. saying you know why because he has an offensive line this year he didn't have one in carolina Fine. he didn't have one in la last year it's it's amazing how when a it's guy true. sucks he sucks but when he's good, it's well, not okay. Somebody else. Out of, the, out of those four else. quarterbacks you listed, which one do you trust the least? Out of the Mike four Evans, quarterbacks you listed, and which one do you trust the least? Line. Which you one do you trust the least out of those four NFC quarterbacks that are less? Which uh, one do you trust Brock the least? Purdy. But if you're saying he's the eighth out of, I mean, not Brock Purdy, I meant Baker Mayfield. But if he's eighth out of the best eight, I'll take him. He's not eighth out of the best eight. His team is just in the playoffs. He's not that great. What was how many games did they win before they got in the playoffs? Nine. 
They're in a horrible division, and they only won nine games. Mm -hmm. And they won the last game nine to nothing. So this <laughs> Baker Mayfield being a great quarterback talk, I can't hear it right now. He's just playing good football at the right time. And Where so was his three? And, and that's what good QBs do, Trev. Brock Purdy was doing this his first year in the league. It's 337 and three touchdowns in a playoff game. That was the offensive line. So okay, I'm, it took it took Baker Mayfield well, how many years right. to finally? I don't know how we derailed into Baker <laughs> Mayfield because we're trying to talk about just the teams <laughs> that we're looking for. Though right. last note on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I knew I'm it. With, Oklahoma I'm with, had to get in here. I'm with you, tougher guy. Give Baker Mayfield his commercials back. I missed oh, Baker commercials. All right, those that were was, fun. Yeah. He had uh, he actually had the. Um, uh, it was insurance, wasn't it? But those were so fun. Give them back his, his national commercials, please. Okay. Back Getting to back the, teams, to the point. Stoner. Yeah, back okay. to the teams themselves. <laughs> right, right. They all have good lines. There, there is no doubt that it's kind. It's almost a cop-out because we we're talking about the two number one seeds. I want to emulate an organization that year after year after year wins. They go through coaches, they go through quarterbacks, they go through star players, they go through everything, but they always win. And that's Baltimore and San Francisco. I love everything that Baltimore does. Ever since they became a franchise and they said, you know what, who we're taking with our number one pick? We're taking Jonathan Ogden. You know who we're taking with yep. our number two pick? We're taking Ray Lewis. And mm -hmm. I don't care if it's Elvis Gerback or Trent Dilfer, <laughs> or or Joe Flacco, or now Lamar Jackson. It doesn't matter the quarterback. They know how to build, and they know how to stay consistent in the front office. They get the right coaches. It doesn't matter if it's Brian Billick or if it's John Harbaugh. They have an organizational structure that works year mm -hmm. after year after year. That's mm -hmm. what I want to emulate. Mm -hmm. And San Francisco does the same as well, and they've done the same all through the years mm -hmm. as well. They've had a couple of down points here and there. But mostly they're consistent in winning, regardless of who's quarterback, regardless of who's coach. They've had Bill Walsh and George Seifert, and and they won Super Bowls. And now they got Kyle Shanahan and everybody in between and the quarterbacks. That's what I want Washington to emulate. I don't want Washington to necessarily emulate a Tampa Bay who goes out and gets a Tom Brady here, which I love. I would do that too. <laughs> But then next thing you know, you're starting. Say, we have start plenty over. of recordings of you, Stoner, saying you oh, would absolutely sell the farm 100%. for any one of the QB ones. That <laughs> That's not my preferred method. My sure. preferred method is to build it for the long. It's nice to look at the Lions and the Texans and say, oh, this is the sexy new team. They are loser franchises for the most part. Sure. Yeah, but I don't want to emulate that. So is Washington for the last 30 some odd years. Yeah. Yeah. We used to be one of those storied franchises yeah. that was in the playoffs all the time and successful and winning Super Bowls. Yeah. 100%. Or at least Super Bowl contenders. It just hasn't been that way. And and Stoner, I think you're you're right when looking at it. I think everybody right now in the emotional state wants to be the Houston Texans. They yeah. want to go out and get the coach. They want to go out and get the guy. And then they want to go out and get first year success. But that's why I bring up like the Green Bay Packers who have been successful for three decades because mm -hmm. they had the guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. The San Francisco 49ers haven't really had the guy, but they've had success most for the most part because they've had the right coaching. 
and they have a GM who can pick players. The Detroit Lions, they're a great story. They're lovable losers, but they're just that. They haven't really won anything. And this year, I think that they're impressive, and I hope for them and their fan base that they can continue it. But they've got a lot to prove for that. And Tampa Bay, you're right, is a little bit of an outlier when it comes to the NFC because of the fact that this is a team that was built by Arians and a team that they brought in Tom Brady and won a Super Bowl with. And although I I very much like Baker Mayfield, he he's winning off. Of, it's kind of like uh, Gruden winning off. Winning a Super Bowl with somebody else's players, right? So it's like Steve Kerr with the Warriors. Mark Jackson drafted Steph Curry, and now look, it's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Sometimes you just tweak, okay, Strav. Sometimes I mean, sometimes who drafted Steph that Curry? Tweak. Mark Jackson. Uh, how about uh Bob? Uh, sorry, I already forgot his Bob name. Bob Myers. Bob Myers drafted Steph Curry. Okay, same thing. Mark Jackson was head coach. Sometimes you just need that tweak, but that's that's the Tampa Bay roster for me. And then when you look mm-hmm. at the other side, like I mentioned, Houston, Kansas City Chiefs have been very uh, hot and cold, and they've got one of the best coaches of all te- time right now in Andy Reid. They've got one of the best quarterbacks of all time in Patrick Mahomes. But that's hard to that's hard to imitate. That's a that's a that's a dream. I mean, that's like Green Bay Packers in the sense that finding success three decades in a row with QBs is a dream. But the Green Bay Packers have just been a successful franchise for as long as the NFL has been around. The Buffalo Bills, I put them with the Detroit Lions. I really do. I think mm. I you I know Stoner, you love yourself some Josh Allen. Mm, love him. But that team <laughs> is is Jekyll and Hyde. I think they're a well team, well built team. I like what I see. But, man, that team looks ready to implode, and I think that's just who the Buffalo hmm. Bills are. They're going to have a few great seasons, and then they're going to implode, and you're going to wonder what the heck happened, and that's what I feel is going to happen with the Bills. So you're right. The Ravens are one of the teams. I hate to say it. I hate to say that the team mm. up 95 is one I'd want to emulate because I didn't, I, I didn't really understand the hate for the Ravens because I, I'm, I was in the military. I lived out of the area and everything. Until I got a house in Annapolis, and I realized, oh my God, I really hate these Ravens. Actually, it was even a little bit before that uh, when I was living up in Baltimore County. <laughs> but I lived 30 minutes away from the stadium, and the Baltimore fans were just absolutely atrocious. But the franchise, <laughs> the franchise is something I can get behind. They can't draft a wide receiver to save their life, although it looks like Zay Flowers might be a guy. Mm-hmm. might be a guy but they do they just win so those are the franchises that you want to be like in my opinion is the ones that are going to be winning year in and year out and the expectation like we said in the hater parade the expectation should be super bowl or bust um and other teams have that we don't yet i have uh, something for you to take to the bank no, first thing is the lions will lose this weekend their Super Bowl was last week. It's, they they've achieved everything, and the emotion is going to be they they're drained, they're done. You, you've seen it a million times how a, a team finally gets over that hump, right? And then the the next week they can't show up because that was kind of their their big event. And yeah, did you see the emotion? Yeah, it was. That was a lot of emotion. That's going to be that's going to be FedEx Field. Okay. When we yeah. finally win a playoff game, when we finally yeah. get 11 wins in a season, <laughs> sure. 
I'm gonna cry. We're gonna be tearing up. Oh yeah. But yeah, so I think they'll lose this weekend. And then next year, I think they're gonna take a step back. They're gonna become like the Eagles did this year. They're gonna lose their offensive coordinator. They might lose their defensive coordinator. Aaron Glenn, yeah. Yeah. And they're just gonna take a step back because that's a big deal. And that was kind of how I wanted to segue. Like last week I talked all about I like the Ron Rivera way in terms of a CEO type head coach, right? He's the head coach. He's got an offensive coordinator, he's got the defensive coordinator. And when you look at these teams, these eight teams that are left, you have two CEO types, right? You have Harbaugh and you have, uh, I've already forgotten, uh, oh, Campbell in Detroit. They are CEO types where they delegate the offense to one guy, the defense to another guy. Mm -hmm. Then you have three teams that have an offensive-minded or have an offensive play caller. He's Mm -hmm. the offensive coordinator and the head coach Kansas City um and then Kansas City give me um um uh give me the offensive guys San Francisco with Shanahan oh yeah right and yeah, who's the other one I got to look at my list here LaFleur Matt LaFleur exactly yeah. so that, those are your three and then you have three defensive guys who are called plays D'Amico Ryan's calls plays for his defense um McDermott McDermott. McDermott, right? Exactly. And, and, and Reed calls Taylor, offensive Todd plays. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, yeah. In uh, defensively. So you've got a mix, right? You've got CEO types with Harbaugh, of course, and Campbell. So last week I said I wanted that type of guy because I wanted my coach to focus entirely on uh on the team and delegate. But I think I've done a 180 on that. I think I want, I want, doesn't have to be an offensive guy, but I want to have my coach also be a coordinator on one side of the ball because, and I kind of looked at Philadelphia as the case, right? Philadelphia had Steichen and Gannon as his coordinators and he lost them both Yeah, because they were so successful. He lost them both. And then this year, he couldn't figure out his coordinators. He switched defensive coordinators towards the end of the year. And his offensive coordinator got railed on, on how he handled the offense. Brian because Johnson. Steichen apparently was the Jalen Hurts whisperer. Yeah, he was. Right? So if, for example, we get in a guy who comes in as a CEO type, and let, let's say it's Harbaugh, right? Let's say it's uh, uh, Jim Harbaugh comes in. And he, let's say he brings his offensive coordinator and his defensive coordinator from Michigan. You mean right? John? Oh, Jim, yeah, sorry. Jim. And yeah. they ball out, right? Okay. They have a great year, both sides of the ball. We win 11 games next year and go to the playoffs and all this stuff, right? Our offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator might get picked up by other teams. They might be the hot coaching guys. And then harbaugh has got to find two new guys, a la Nick Sirianni this past year, a la what Dan Campbell's going to go through next year. He's going to at least lose his offensive coordinator. And then he's got to go find another one. But if you have a guy that you bring in, for example, let's just say Dan Quinn, just for the heck of it, Dan Quinn comes in, he's the defensive coordinator. So if the defense balls out, he's not losing his defensive coordinator because it's him. Or if Ben Johnson comes in and stays as offensive coordinator and the offense balls out, you're not losing your offensive coordinator because it's your head coach. It's the same guy. I'm kind of going with that theory now. 
I like that. I'm going to counter it, and I can't believe I'm about to do this. Can't believe I'm about to do say it. what I'm going to say. Start it up. I'm going to counter quiet. that with Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy. Hmm. Yeah, Eric Bieniemy is not the offensive coordinator. Stop. He's, that was all <laughs> fake. It was all fake I'm news. I'm just saying, Andy Reid several successful. He's calling the plays, and this year Kansas City, for whatever it's worth, mm. cannot put it together. And they've had press conferences. You have Patrick Mahomes saying, "Eb, we miss him because he was the guy who was instilling some of these things in us to yeah. do it." So it's not. I hate, man. I really hate that I use that as an argument. I just wanted to point out the one <laughs> exception okay, because that's that. it. When it comes down to it, that's an exception, I believe, yeah. and not the rule. Similar to when we're doing QBs and people like to say, you can find success with the late round QB. All of those are the exception. Mm -hmm. We'll do deep diving in the QBs. In fact, we're going to have a new series coming out next, starting next week. It's going to be building a franchise. We're going to take a look at the different things that are put together to have a successful franchise because that's what this is about. We want, we are, have playoff envy. We are green with envy, not just because of the Packers, but because all of those teams in the playoffs have something we do not, and that is success. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. So how do you build towards that? There's not any one answer to that money but we'll try to boil it down to what we can do so it is uh it has been a fantastic show here trev uh, there's a lot of people that are concerned <laughs> for you do you got heat in what? the building trev for yeah, all dog. i'm just wearing a blanket and his, and his washington blanket? commander's blanket and people are like trev, it's a new era on. trev do you have heat it yeah, is I'm, a I'm new proud era. to wear my stuff again because it's a new era yeah, there are good things happening there. here in washington adam peters is the gm head coach is underway Yes, Dan Quinn's getting the interview on Thursday, but Ben Johnson is on Friday. Whoever ends up being the head coach, we're going to believe in it, and we're 17-0 and until we find out otherwise. We appreciate everybody jumping in the chat. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, as we're going to do some great things here in the offseason to include some player breakdowns, some statistical things. J.J. Watt is fighting PFF, and we'll say how good. both of them are wrong. In that argument, we've got all sorts of good things coming up. And uh, so with that being said, who do you pick in this weekend uh, in the NFC? You got to, you got to give the games out again. So 49ers, I don't have Packers, 49ers, Bucks, oh. and Lions. I'm taking Lions over the Bucks. I think that wave still rides. Baker's run ends, and I'm taking 49ers over the Packers. 49ers, Bucks Bucks. for me. Yep. Yeah. Niners, Bucks for me on the AFC side, Ravens, Texans. <laughs> Ravens. That's easy. Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Although I will say they usually play pretty poopy when they have that buy. Uh, then Bills, Chiefs. Yeah, Bills. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Bills. It's going to end in a tie. <laughs> it might. It might. The Chiefs, the Chiefs are, have been struggling, and that might finally put them to bed there against the Bills. It just might it's be in the Buffalo, case. right? It is in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Bills right. and... Ravens for the AFC Championship. Um, I'm, I probably won't be able to watch because those are those are my two guys, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Are, are I love them so much. I just 
Well, we'll have, have to get your blues. pick next week on that. We do appreciate everybody. Again, remember, we're presented by Bet Online and a part of the Believe Network. And until next time. Terry's elite. He no. is a foundational piece. Don't you ever say anything otherwise, Trev. Wide receiver two. Be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.